Welcome to Parenting Teens with Depression, a podcast series from Rogers Behavioral Health. Throughout this series, clinical team members from Rogers will help us better understand the causes and symptoms of teenage depression, as well as effective therapies used in treatment and tips parents can use at home. Today on the podcast, we sit down with Meredith Head, Behavioral Specialist, and Dr. Peggy Scallon, Medical Director of Residential Care for Teens with Depression at Rogers, to learn more about a clinically effective treatment for depression called behavioral activation. Hi, Meredith. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Dr. Scallon. Thanks for having me. What is BA? When we're depressed, we don't want to do things, but actually we need to engage in them anyway to improve the way that we feel. And behavioral activation, or BA, targets what we do in order to change how we feel and think. And while we have little control over our thoughts and emotions, we actually do have most of our control over behaviors. There are three categories of BA, routine, valued, and enjoyable activities. Routine activities are things such as hygiene or things that improve our quality of life, eating a balanced diet, getting regular sleep. Valued activities are tasks that might not be enjoyable, but do lead to a greater sense of accomplishment and life satisfaction, such as completing homework, attending college, spending time with family. And then enjoyable activities are hobbies or recreation activities, such as reading, arts and crafts, and so forth. And all of these categories tend to fall to the wayside when people become depressed, so that's why we focus on them in BA. So you're saying that changing your behavior can change your mood? Absolutely, yes. And why is that used to treat depression? BA treatment is based on the idea that our mood and behaviors are tightly linked through the CBT triangle or model. So our behavior impacts our mood, and our mood often affects our behaviors. When people become depressed, they isolate from others, avoid many activities, and just do less overall. They completely shut down. While this makes sense and is really common, it can actually make depression worse. And BA is a well-established, empirically validated treatment for depression. In fact, BA leads to better outcomes than control conditions and similar or better outcomes compared to other established treatments. So in order to change our feelings and our thoughts, we have to change the way we act. That sounds great. Can you tell me how it's used in the FOCUS program? Yes. So in our program, we start out BA treatment by assessing the residents' avoidance patterns. By targeting what the residents avoid, we can discover what will be important to reintroduce into their lives. Next, we examine the teen's values through a values assessment. We have to make sure that BA is based on the teen's values rather than our values or values they've even been told are important. They also complete assessments for routine and enjoyable activities so we can see what they like to do. And once we're aware of all these avoidance patterns and values, we build a list of all these activities, routine, valued, and enjoyable, organized by difficulty. And in our program, we refer to this as a BA hierarchy. What we mean by this is engaging in these activities at a challenging yet manageable rate, returning to activities they find unpleasant or avoid in order to feel better. And it's really important for adolescents in our program with mood disorders to practice scheduling consistent and varied activities. In our program, they record the activity, the enjoyment or accomplishment they experienced, their depression and difficulty of completing the activity. That sounds great. And it also sounds a little bit complicated. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how parents could use this at home. Take some of these ideas that we use in the FOCUS program and think about how those might be applied at home. Absolutely. 
So when it comes to our program, our treatment team will send the list of BA activities that they build so that the resident or the teen can continue engaging in these activities after discharge. Because consistency is really important in BA, no matter what the teen got out of the program here, they have to continue engaging in the activity to receive the long-term benefits. It's also really important for families to encourage adolescents to stick to a schedule and create a schedule for themselves to engage in activities, especially the ones they tend to avoid. It can be really challenging for a lot of families to encourage BA or activity engagement instead of accommodating any symptoms. However, it's really important because this is the way that teens will remain active and avoid becoming depressed again. BA is such an interesting idea because it's different from what parents may have heard before coming to this program. Sometimes parents are told depression is an illness, and if you have a child who's ill, typically you don't demand or expect as much from them in terms of their behavior. So this is a real change for parents. wonder how parents receive that. Absolutely. It can be really challenging for families because watching a loved one in distress, such as these adolescents with depression, is incredibly difficult. And it can also be really difficult to encourage these adolescents to engage in activities they don't want to do, especially when teens push back or engage in maladaptive or aggressive behaviors. Uh, however, the more that we encourage teens to engage in the activities, the less pushback we'll get. Um, sometimes there's a bit of what we call an extinction burst, where we see an increase in the behaviors, such as aggression or self-harm, we see an increase briefly, and then that settles down and the behavior improves. Right, because we're really expecting, we're changing how parents have been interacting with kids sometimes. Sometimes parents become so overwhelmed by their child's depression or hopeless themselves that they drop the expectation that they do those productive things or enjoyable things. So it's a change for them. And sometimes when we teach parents about this model, they are surprised or they're really curious about how they would do that at home. Let's talk a little bit about how avoidance factors into behavioral activation. So when adolescents become depressed, these intense painful emotions that they experience can be so unpleasant that they refuse to attend school, might run away from home, isolate from family and friends to excess more than the typical teenager, use alcohol or drugs to numb emotions, or even engage in self-harm as maladaptive emotional regulation rather than healthy coping. This avoidance feels really good in the short term, right? It allows adolescents with depression to avoid interactions that could bring up more painful emotions. However, long-term, avoidance creates new problems. Their hygiene might become very poor. They might start struggling with relationship problems at home or at school. They might start failing their classes. So a cycle is created in which stressful life events lead to unpleasant emotions, which lead to avoidance behaviors, which lead to more stress stressful life events, and so forth. We can get out of these avoidance patterns by using active coping, or BA, in place of the avoidance pattern. So this means when we have the urge to avoid and we experience all those painful emotions, we instead engage in an activity congruent with BA. So for parents at home who are listening to this idea about behavioral activation, they can use it by remembering that it's important to uphold expectations for kids to do the things that are expected of them, like chores, like maintaining their belongings, like doing their homework, showering every day, and that we shouldn't just say, well, you have depression, you're sick, I won't expect anything from you, because we know that then kids can get more depressed when they're not doing the things that are healthy and productive. 
But for parents who are whose kids have been in our program and we're thinking about discharge and preparing for that, how can parents use these ideas of behavioral activation as their kids get ready to discharge? Well, throughout our program, we will have family therapy meetings with the behavior specialist, the therapist, the psychiatrist, uh, in order to assess how BA will be continued at home. We also provide parents most of the time with the list of BA activities so they can utilize that at home and encourage their adolescents to partake in those activities after discharge. It's really important, too, to maintain schedule and consistency. So we often create a schedule for home with the assistance of the family so that that can be utilized effectively with school, with extracurricular activities, hygiene, that sort of thing. We also frequently create other protocols to ensure that things like hygiene are being engaged in consistently, especially lots of hygiene protocols. I think, too, it's important for parents to remember that you know, it makes sense that they would like to accommodate those symptoms and help their children avoid things that are painful. And in the long term, it really is going to be so much better for the kid. Absolutely. And one thing that bears special comment, I believe, is screen time with kids who are depressed, mm -hmm. because that's a very common way that they avoid responsibility, avoid other people and socialization. And while it's a an activity that they find comfortable at the time, it can often contribute to increasing depression, anxiety, and avoidance, which can make them feel worse. So we do encourage parents to be very watchful about the child's use of screen time to monitor that and to set appropriate limits with that in order to help their child. Absolutely. And in our program, the kids do not have access to their phones. They have limited access to computers in order to complete valued or enjoyable BA activities. And a lot of kids actually tell us that they enjoy being without their phone, that it's a relief. And it's also worth stating that in BA, consistency and variability is really important. So when teens are spending six hours on video games or like hours at a time on their phone, that's not BA because for one thing, it's not varied. For another thing, it's causing them to avoid other things that could improve their mood. And they're also not doing it mindfully, which is an important part of BA, that we are really completing these activities with our full attention to get the full benefit. I'm so glad you mentioned that. It's true. When we see kids in our unit, they're not on their phones. They're interacting with each other. They're doing things that kids used to do, like Rubik's Cubes or jigsaw puzzles or finger knitting or art projects or playing games with each other. And it's so fun to see them doing that. It's different from how groups of kids look now in their natural setting when they're often looking down at their phones. And I agree with you, kids do tell us that they really like being away from screens, that it's a relief for them often, but not a single child has ever said at the time of discharge, <laughs> I don't want to go back to my phone, I'm going to give that up. And so it's really important to think about how to very carefully integrate the use of screens back into daily life so that they don't fall back into those patterns of avoidance and increased depression. Definitely. And since scheduling and limiting the length of activities is so important to BA, it makes sense for parents to set pretty firm restrictions on screen time. You know, whatever that means for them, whether it be 30 minutes or an hour, and holding that limit firmly so that they can experience other activities that are more likely to improve their mood. Meredith, thank you so much for joining me today and talking about behavioral activation. Thank you, Dr. Scallon, for having me. 
Rogers Behavioral Health is helping children, teens, and adults rise above their challenges with mental health or addiction. To learn more about Rogers Specialized Treatment, visit rogersbh.org today. I'm Becky Wham. Thank you so much for tuning in.